Greetings, Earthlings, and welcome to your weekly dose of newsy infotainment. It's Let's Be Treasonable, coming to you from various places in and around Los Angeles, including Treasonable Studios, with your cognitive dissidents on the panel this week. She is a comedian, a mom, and a strong woman extraordinaire. She's got a comedy special, I'm Crowning, that you can catch on Amazon, Vudu, Comcast, and many other platforms. It is always a pleasure to have her here with us. Ladies and gentlemen, Liz Stewart, welcome. Liz. Hello. Thank you so much for having me, friends. Thank you for being Happy here. Happy Thanksgiving. And to you as well. <laughs> uh, well, to both of you and to our next panelist, also a very happy belated Black Friday. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Because, you know, February 28 days isn't enough, so we sneak that extra one in at the end of November for y'all. That's true. You guys guys got one each. You got one each. (laughs) As you can hear, we are joined, as always, by comedian, scholar, and the black voice of reason, Mr. Timon Ship. Welcome, Timon. Hey. Uh, Well, power to the people, and every time, you know, we're – you know, you try to be rational and uh, in a in an irrational world, and it just doesn't work for some reason. Shoot them all. Yeah, every I time say, every time you all. try to be rational, an angel loses its mind. So, yep. <laughs> at, at this point, maybe not even worth trying. Me, speaking of the angels, I am Doctor David Robinson. <laughs> you are Vin Scully for the impending apocalypse. See an angels Dodgers kind of thing is what I was doing there. Hopefully, also the Vin Scully for the impending apocalypse which who knows any day as soon as uh, rudy shows up with the evidence it could start so we will be patiently <laughs> awaiting that and holidays lack of evidence so much to talk about this week but first a message from our sponsors at community spread it's morning in america and people are waking up to the great taste of community spread i kind of want toast But it can be so boring. Butter, margarine, jams, jellies. I want something new. Here, try this. It's community spread. But you've already taken a bite out of it. What are you, smooth down there? Try it. Whoa, that's sick. But what's in it? What's in community spread? We're still waiting for the CDC to let us know. Well, it's deli- Wait, did he just say the CDC? That's right. Community spread. Available at... Actually, I don't know where I got it. No, but seriously, back to that CDC thing. And it's not just for toast. Pancakes, waffles, sandwiches. Why, there's no telling where it'll show up. Community spread isn't recommended for older adults or people with chronic health conditions. Stop using community spread if you've experienced difficulty breathing or shortness of breath, persistent pain or pressure in the chest, bluish lips or face, new confusion, or an inability to arouse. Community spread. From the folks who brought you, I can't believe I'm not better. It's the toast-topping sensation that's sweeping the nation, and there's nothing you can do about it. And new from the makers of Community Spread, it's Unmitigated Spread. If you barely acknowledged Community Spread before, try Unmitigated Spread. Unmitigated Spread, it's time for a second peek. Speaking of the second peak, uh, we are, we're getting ready to enter a new lockdown here in L.A. County starting Monday, which is, is great because it, uh, it gives the virus the weekend to get its affairs in order before 
we all go away for a while. Uh, this isn't going to be as harsh as the the initial lockdown that we had in March, but you know we're we're human, so we'll figure out a way to fuck that up, and then we'll we'll be back down uh, to basically home confinement. But it is uh, it is a beautiful Saturday at the end of November. Election Day finally ended this week. I think uh, Election Day lasted twenty one days this year. So congratulations. GSA finally admitted that Biden won. Today is also National French Toast Day, which I think uh, a lovely idea. If you're looking for something to do with those leftover Thanksgiving rolls, a uh, nice little uh, personal size French toast. I think that's uh, that's something I'm, I'm probably going to try later today. But uh, we did mention jokingly uh that yesterday was black friday which means that today is recognized in america as small business saturday so uh i i realize you know these shows don't usually post until saturday night but i think just the same well worth uh advising people especially with the way the pandemic has gone with uh closures of businesses and stuff you know ideally temporary and huge corporations sucking up most of the relief money this is a great time to uh just remind people to to support your small local businesses those moms and pops and and the kidlets and what have you but uh, they are they are the backbones of our communities so let's uh if you're if you're spending a little cash during the holidays doing the gifting and such uh you know throw throw a bone to the locals take care of the folks at home. Well they've already said Dave that you know the money of the stimulus should have went to the people. Oh yeah. Instead of mm-hmm. uh, instead of because they would have put it right back into the economy if you give it to a corporation which is the reason why Trump fired the inspector general as we know who was watching the hen house yeah watching who was getting the money and i really believe Mm -hmm. if if the democrats do an audit because that's why he's he's, you know he's burning shit he's you know he's putting stuff in and um shredding as much evidence as he can why he's there so they can't find anything but he doesn't understand he's pissed off enough people that they're going to bring all the info there. You got folks that got tapes. Yeah. They got notes. They're going to get them. As, as, uh, as, as Jim Comey famously said, Lordy, I hope they have tapes. And, uh, we're, I think we're getting a little ahead of ourselves because, uh, where we're talking about the virus and the numbers and the effects. What we haven't mentioned is that as of today, we've got timpani. 264,862 Americans dead from the coronavirus. That is 10,500 deaths this week alone in America. And we are up to 13,176,800 confirmed cases up from just 12 million last week. So America, we are number one just uh not in a good way speaking of our our number ones and other numbers we also still have 666 immigrant children who remain separated from their parents because trump's america which time and that's the mark of the beast evangelicals i I know it's that's that is the thing that i i love 
about the just the disconnect from logic that we usually see from the evangelicals and other crazy religious folks. Like there's there's a, a hurricane that half destroys New Orleans and and that is because of all the the homosexuals and and you know Sodom and Gomorrah and what have you. Yeah, and that, it's it's a stretch. It's a logical stretch to to be generous. But then you get stuff like 666, like straight out of the book of Revelations. Or I don't know if you saw, there was a video, you know, one of the other complications that we're dealing with here in Southern California is uh, we, we get these seasonal uh, windstorms, the, the Santa Ana winds, where just gusts of winds. Coming back from Thanksgiving dinner the other night, there was a tumbleweed in the valley in Woodland Hills. It was like, really? So biblical, but, but, uh, but there was a video, there's a, there was a church in, I guess the church is still there down in Anaheim where they had spent like $10,000 setting up a giant tent in their parking lot. So they could hold services over the holidays under the restrictions that have been instituted to, you know, keep people alive. And the the whole damn thing just blew away. Uh, big gust of wind from the Santa Anas. And it's like, okay, you know, when, when God destroys a city that has a reputation and the evangelicals jump on that and say, this is God punishing them. But then you get their chosen candidate, Donald Trump, causing things in multiples of 666. You get winds blowing church structures down. Somehow these are not messages from the Almighty. That's, uh, you know, I just, I don't. Yeah. And like Jared Kushner's uh, 666 on Fifth Avenue building, yeah. like nobody's paid attention to that. And like the architecture of the building itself is supposed to be exceedingly demonic. Like if you, like you can look up the architecture and they're like, and they have six, they have six gardens all facing six degrees to the six, you know, sun of Mars. You know what I mean? It's, like, yeah. Like, it's kind of one of those things like, you know, everyone's, everyone's talking about how this administration has basically modeled itself off of, uh, off of idiocracy. Whereas you, you look at, you know, Jared Kushner's real estate empire that seemingly modeled after Ghostbusters. I guess my, my point is, can't we get any original action like does everything have to be a reboot or a rehashing i, I know well, like, we well they, I omen with like with like fat ugly damien at least damien thorne was good looking and he ate his soybeans like yeah. who's this claude well, you know what i mean omen like, three? like like a uh, uh stephen king says that he's like kind of like randall flag but at least randall flag was like a hit with the ladies and didn't have to like <laughs> buy them you know what i mean yeah, it's. I mean, the parallels are frightening. One one thing though that uh, is, I, I'm bagging on reboots, but I don't know if you guys have Hulu. Uh, Hulu got together, I guess, with Spielberg and Warner Brothers, and they've rebooted Animaniacs, which, when I was in college, was responsible for a lot of drug use. Well, it wasn't responsible, but you know, it's crackers and cheese. You, they, they're both fine individually, but you put them together and there's something. Um, so pun intended, highly recommend the, the new Animaniacs cartoons. They got the original voice oh. cast. They, they totally capture the, the look and the feel of the originals. 
So yeah, I've been, I've been getting through that this week and uh, that's, that's been a lot of fun. <laughs> I'll have to check that out. I loved Animaniacs. I loved Animaniacs when, when I was a kid. I, I, I loved it. Yeah. Um, uh, it's good stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's classic and uh, it's, it's been a lot of fun sort of just revisiting uh, the re- revisiting the cartoon, revisiting those days. But speaking about now that I've seen Goodfellas, I'll get it. <laughs> well, it's so far. I'm, I'm. I think I'm up to episode six out of ten, and uh, the Good Feathers aren't in it. But there is, what? yeah. There, but there's our pinky in the brain. Yes, yeah. It's okay. it's basically like the Animaniacs, you know, uh, the Warner Brothers and the Warner Sister Dot, and Pinky in the Brain. And then there's, you know, a little bit of other stuff, but uh, I think it was in episode six where they sort of do an explanation of why you don't have a lot of the other characters from the original run. But uh, it's it's good stuff. I, I would highly recommend it. Speaking of, of looking back to uh, when things were better, I did mention in the intro that Election Day has ended, and it's really all up until you know the electoral college votes but we we finally are going to be under relatively sane management again as a country i think that's that that's the banner that they should hang on january 21st since since uh uh the election results came out congratulations yeah. everybody oh we and did it. to you as we well won. yeah <laughs> it's congratulations you know uh, people are talking about you know they we once we found out that Biden's going to win, you start hearing people say, well, we want transparency. I said, the main thing is you want the idiot gone. I don't even want to see him. I want a start, you know, bulldozing. Yeah. You know, let's get, let's get it going, man. Well, this guy needs to, uh, they just need to start to tune him out. Yeah. He should not be big. I mean, Twitter's already claiming now he wants biden uh, to do something uh, yeah he he, he has to, to prove up. that his 80 million votes were weren't fraudulent and it's like that's not how this works you have to prove that there was fraud and based on yeah, not only on like what your lawyers have been doing in court but rudy telling the judge this is not a fraud case and then going out you know to the mics and it's fraud the the transparency that currently does exist it's it's great that we we can see you know five minutes apart rudy being in court and telling the judge that there is no fraud and they have no evidence of fraud and then stepping out to the mics where he isn't under oath and can't get disbarred for what he says and saying oh there were there were fraud and and we you know we we have boxes of evidence and and all this and and it's like let's let's see it man but much like Obama's long form birth certificate or whatever they were allegedly in possession of that was going to prove he wasn't born here, they don't have anything. And so they just got to keep people riled up. You know, time and that's you, you sent me a video this week that we're, we're going to play that in January because. Okay. Uh, you know, it's, it's a great song. Uh, it's, I was cracking up. But the the thing is that even though Emily Murphy at the GSA has finally conceded and a lot of prominent Republicans have conceded that that 
Biden has won the election. Trump still hasn't. And you know it's all bullshit and it's just uh, the the purpose is is keeping the base angry and scared and spreading the bullshit and repeating the lies enough that they become part of the common conversation. So, well, what about this? Well, it's a lie. Well, how is it a lie if everyone's been talking about it? But Well, they're also keeping you, he, you know, he's keeping you distracted. There's so much going on. Oh yeah, you know, I mean, because you got the executions that he's going through too. That they, you know, because he is he's, he's fast tracking every damn thing that he's doing. He's got the DOJ executing people left and right. That's going to be coming well. The, out. the executions are still on schedule, but now he's trying to make it possible to use less humane means. I'm really hoping this turns out to be like a Twilight Zone episode where where Trump brings back the firing squad and then. Hey, you're going to be the first guy to try it out. Right. I mean, I think well, that the, uh, yeah. uh, Jefferson Beauregard Sessions already <laughs> uh, allowed us to uh, uh, like uh, confiscate other people's property just on the accusation of wrongdoing. So um, yeah. I really look forward to that for everybody in the Trump administration and all of his children and uh, even Baron, let's take his shit. Give me your Legos, bitch. Like, um, <laughs> like, like, <laughs> but you know, I'm just so looking forward to like an era of like uh, actual justice. And, um, and I, I, I just want to savor the moment of the win and, and uh, tell you guys that when we found out that we won, um, my husband, my daughter, and I went to uh, Freedom Carol, our friends, um, <laughs> and we got a bottle of champagne and non-alcoholic champagne, and we got uh, a speaker and played all songs about uh, about America. We had all of your greatest hits. We had come into America, and that's what we played Today. when we went to our our neighbor's house, who are liberal immigrants, and we showed up at the outside their house cranking neil diamond coming to america <laughs> dancing in the street and opened a bottle of champagne and then we went to katie's house but she wasn't home and then um and but yeah we freedom caroled everybody that's hilarious that's it. awesome i just want to live in the moment with all of your listeners and just know that like when you focus up on something you can actually do it and like and and we can actually take georgia and you were talking about like uh giving money to small business there's a uh, lots of small businesses that you can buy like stuff from and uh, uh, portions will go to fair fight. And also, you know, Ossoff and Warnock have a collab store where you can get like concert tees. Oh, nice. It, there was, yeah. It's very cool. It's like Ossoff Warnock concert tee. And on the back, it says like, you know, uh, racial equality, income equality, healthcare, like instead of the cities that they're touring, it says all of the, the, all of the Platform. subjects that they, that they stand for, you know nice. what I mean? So yeah, that's what everybody, well, it's, it, they're going to be very, un <laughs> I, I, I think it's, you, you bring up Georgia and I, I think it's been really interesting in the past week. And unfortunately I I'm guessing the Republicans are probably going to come close to whatever amounts to getting their shit together by the, the runoff election in January. But I, I have been watching with, with the same feeling that you get when you're watching, you know, a car wreck or, or bodies being pulled out of a, a flaming building the the Republican Party and the the Trump wing of the party basically going at each other 
uh, Roger Stone right. and his group, and there are several other groups that are telling Republicans they need to boycott the election because it's all a fraud anyway. Which I, I mean, God, you know, we we joke, you know, I mean, both parties, people always joke in the, the days leading up to election day. Oh yeah, you know, uh, November third is just for Democrats. The Republican vote is being held on November fourth. So you guys, do, you know, don't forget and go to the polls on November fourth. You know, and everybody always tries to pull that shit, and that's just sort of an accepted <laughs> joke at this point. But to have crazy right wingers telling slightly less crazy right wingers it's all fraud don't go boycott and this could it's potentially delicious. work yeah and it, you know if yeah, they, they get like, the newsmax like, and oan folks to keep repeating this yeah they're like right in trump and then so like like on twitter i jump on those and i'm like real trump supporters are gonna ride in trump for georgia senate <laughs> kelly kelly and david purdue couldn't win and they made him lose georgia like honor trump honor trump you know and like i i just i it's it's like oh it's like that moment in reservoir dogs where like where like the bad guys turn on each other you know what i mean you're like the good guy's gonna get out the good guys are gonna get out and then but but then don't watch the rest of the movie so uh But, you know, there's always that moment in the movie where, like, the bad guys turn on each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. It's funny because there, there are so many new series and there are a lot of things like, you know, I've been hearing great things about the Queen's Gambit. I've I've been in, like, aside from Animaniacs, you know, because cartoon, I think I can handle that. But a lot of my non-news, non-comedy TV viewing, you know, when you make the leisure time... I haven't wanted to get in anything new. It's been a bunch of like old comfort stuff. So I watched Reservoir Dogs. I watched uh, the Blues Brothers, which, you know, fantastic. You know, I've seen it a million times. Saw it in the theaters when it came out because they were driving a, a police car from my hometown, Mount Prospect police car. Oh. Uh, and the theater erupted in cheers when, uh, when, when Elwood said that. Uh, great line that I had totally forgotten about when they're driving through the mall Disco pants and haircuts. Oh, yeah, this mall has everything. (laughs) Um, But one thing that I watched that script-wise, it doesn't really hold up, but really fascinating to watch in light of current events, the the John Carpenter masterpiece, They Live, with Keith David and Rowdy Roddy Piper. John Uh, Carpenter is so damn good. He can make James Woods talented. (laughs) Like... Well, James James Woods is talented. He's just I mean, a, like a, a prick, political you know? hack. Uh, I mean, Videodrome, Cronenberg, yeah, Vampires was great. Uh, I've I've got Prince of Darkness on on my queue for for Carpenter movies to catch up on. I actually never saw that one. Uh, Donald Pleasance as as a crazy priest. Universal. Oh, Prince of Prince Darkness. Of Darkness is yeah, great. Alice Cooper's in that yeah. too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Prince so, of Darkness is great. Yeah, it's looking not, forward like, to that. I don't own it. Like I own Vampires, which is like one of my favorite. It's like top three vampire movies for me. What was you know? the uh, What was the Catherine Bigelow Near Dark? Catherine Bigelow. Oh yeah, I think that was Near Dark. Or, that I'm was that with up. like the the vampire clan uh, cruising around in an RV. 
Um, oh yeah, with like um, Ethan Hawke, right? No, no. This is there's somebody listening right now who's just yelling. Who's yelling the title <laughs> in their living room? Catherine Bigelow vampire movie. Near Dark. Yeah, you're right. With uh, Lance Henriksen oh, and Bill Adrian Pazdar, Bill Paxton. That's freaking great vampire flick. Oh, I'm going to watch this because I like Bill Paxton and I also enjoy a good vampire movie. And this is this is 1987 Bill Paxton, too. Yeah. So young Paxton. Oh, my gosh. Why are you put her in charge? <laughs> Game over, oh, man. That's great. You know, Bill Paxton's the only guy to ever be killed by a uh, predator an alien and a terminator oh wow that's that's like the egot of of sci-fi action <laughs> yeah yeah is that lance hendrickson yep. that i'm seeing in there that is oh Catherine bigelow did she ever work okay so i'm seeing i'm seeing shades of um uh, james cameron yeah i'm seeing some terminator shades here i'm seeing some alien I'm seeing some, well, I'm also seeing those guys were just doing really well in the eighties. I'm going to watch this movie. This looks awesome. Okay. <laughs> this is, you know, we, I, I think that uh, counts as our educational content for the week. So this is good. Yeah. We're, we're hitting I'm, all the, I'm putting this down, hitting all the bars watch, here. <laughs> watch near dark. I'm going to watch this. This looks good. Okay. And my hubby will be really into it too because he loves Bill Paxton. Like we watch True Lies all the time. Oh, dude, such movies. a great movie! So going going from uh, literal vampires <laughs> back back to Rudy, <laughs> which I'm not sure uh, that's actually uh, how we got onto this, but it, it does seem like a great segue. There there are people in my family, uh, obviously the ones on the older side, who have had dementia and Alzheimer's and, you know, sadly some have succumbed to it. And we've, we've talked a lot about the, the mental state of Donald Trump over the past four years. Are, are we at a point where Rudy is just like, has he lost it? Are, are we watching like grandpa going out to the garden and trying to plant hamsters for some reason and everyone's just letting them do it because oh that's just grandpa and we'll we'll get more hamsters we would have given him a pass if he was standing out there in his uh, boxers with (laughs) choo-choo trains on them with black socks and watering the grass at four in the morning get off my lawn you know we'd have gotten away with that but he's not i mean i'd take that guy than the guy that we're getting that's got some paint running down and some some, what is that what was that shit running down his Um, face uh uh just for crooks uh, it's the hair yeah, dye that's yeah, just yeah. for crooks. There you go. Well, you, I mean, you, you, got, know what he you did, got all this. What he did was he, he used that temporary hair dye. And I've done it myself and got caught in the rain. And 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 it it's horrible. It's horrible. But I, I got caught in the rain. He got caught lying so much that it, the lies were, cut, were sweating out of his pores. <laughs> but Rudy Giuliani has always been a POS. You know, like yeah. back when he was running for New York mayor against the, uh, New York's first black mayor. David and Dinkins, like that, who passed um, away this week. R.I.P. Yeah, yes, he and did. cop riot that the uh, cops, like white cops were rioting in the streets and other white cops weren't doing anything about it because a black mayor was asking for accountability from white cops and they were like <laughs> yelling the N-word about it and jumping on people's cars 
and like setting things on fire and like yeah, the black people. You know, back back when America was great. Violence, right? (laughs) Right back when America was great, and like and uh, and 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 so like and Rudy like not only like sanctioned that, but he also like came to power because of stuff like that. And well, um, I mean, I I think Liz, you know, people, I think they forget about that. That you know, like like Obama said. Why did we produce a, a Trump or why did we produce these guys come in and they ride off of white man victimhood? Mm-hmm. You know, when they started the unions, you know, unions were started because you wanted someone to to fight the corporations for you to get the, your actual pay. But they didn't want to share. So when black mm-hmm. dudes tried to join the union, they didn't want them in the union. They were afraid that they were going. They they were sold on, as you know, they would say a by the planters, which would be you know our corporations today. That they're here to take your job. There's always uh-huh. that fear part that's on the back end. The woman's coming to take your job. The immigrants coming to take your job. There's blame. Why is this happening? Mm-hmm. Why well, is that guy that's coming across the border? It's this guy. It's that guy. And so what do you do? You end up and you, you, a guy becomes the, comes to power because he claimed that because we had a black mayor, ooh, he divided the state. Ooh, because we had a black president, he divided the country. Right. But this is, no this is that like failure of logic that allows people to believe that, you know, Obama or, you know, in the case of New York City that we were talking about, Dinkins, they're divisive. Because they're black. It's like, actually, that's who they are. That's who they were before they were elected. That's who they've been their whole life. They're mm-hmm. black. That's, that's, we have those in America. They, they right. actually add a lot to society. But when the actual divisive thing is the people who can't handle the fact that we have a black president or a black mayor, they're the ones who are being, you know, it, well, it but their logic. A black and also we throw in there. I didn't even know how bad it was, but they've always. It's like Trump hating Obama because of his education. You know, they started elitism behind that too, because they were saying that oh, they're again victim again. Oh, you you know, you don't know anything because you're not educated. You're not smart. No, the reason why that they do a poll on uneducated white males. Because they know those are the ones that, are, that that you can easily say that's going to play victimhood, but yet you tell if a black man does it, oh, it's, you know, no, 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 you keep you're you're riding racism, you're playing victim. Yeah, that's get over Republicans it, Republicans and libertarians say all the time that you know black people are are, are playing victims, but when a, when it's pointed at a white dude, and there are white people who are actually saying this, no, white privilege. Uh, and and which was not started by blacks. That was started by something that white people said. And yeah. you know, then you have Black Lives Matter. But I'm just pointing out that it's you. See, they, they're just flipping the the narrative. As you I'm often saying. say, time and you're going to get in trouble. You're going to get in yeah. trouble because that's uh, yeah. the problem. You're pointing it out, and that's that's worse than the actual yeah. offense. Is yes, by by their so, logic, so by Republican logic. Kyle Rittenhouse showing up. At a at a protest with a gun, we pointing that out because I, I've 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 had that debate several times and 
Well, also, I don't, I don't get it. How, why are you at a protest with a gun? It's all why good. these guys have guns going to these guys tried to kidnap a a, the governor. a governor. Yeah, who does that shit? Who in, in 2021 you're bold enough to put a plan together with all the technology that we got, and we're covering CIA. We got drones and <laughs> you know we got infrared and all this shit. You redneck motherfuckers believe you're going to actually pull off kidnapping a governor? Well, Come this on. is this is part of the this is part of the mentality though is we've talked a lot about the the whole you think you're better than me mentality. These right. these are people who think they're smart and that they're clever and and sadly reality does not bear that out. We're, we're, we're talking about the, the myth of white victimhood though. And I do want to talk about uh, an actual white victim that was in the news this week. And the, the, the funny thing is the irony we're, we're going to spoiler alert. He's a victim of his own doings. There's a guy in North Carolina who gave $2.5 million dollars to, to Donald Trump's True the Vote organization. And now he's suing to get his money back because, you know, they're losing all the lawsuits and and they're dropping lawsuits in other states where it's obvious they're not going to win. And and this guy is is truly a victim. He he believed so strongly and so hard that he gave them two point five million dollars. Right. Now, but Dave, wouldn't this be, wouldn't this, because uh, I would like to connect that with what Bannon and those guys did. What, what were they doing? What was Bannon? Oh, with the uh, raising money to build the wall, allegedly? Yes. Allegedly. And you used a, which, what is another sign that they use, is the military vet. That's mm-hmm. supposed to get you. If you notice that everything, oh, the military and patriotism and, and the guy, and people just buy into that shit. It's like the American dream. It's the, all these slogans that they have. And so this guy, you got this guy saying, I want my money back. He's losing all. But then again, how many more? Because I think it was, you know, because Bannon was the orchestra, was the one who orchestrated the original uh, of all these different things. These, uh, you know, because they always suck in people with this, uh, as we were saying, the blame or... They sucked him in with the fact that this guy want he, he 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 bought into oh we can win this we got the lawsuit we need money for the lawsuits and it's like dude you're getting your ass kicked well and also now, the fine print fine. says most of this money is not going to the lawsuits it's just going in, into right. you know yeah and the, and so you you you're buying into he, he something clicked in the guy's brain you know and said. I think they're I think they they're punking my ass. So I'm being punked, right? Yeah, it's it's kind of that Elmer Fudd moment, you know, with the hey, that was the wabbit. <laughs> that was the wabbit. <laughs> I'm 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 actually hoping this guy is going to continue uh, these these lawsuits that aren't frivolous at all, uh, because someone needs to take down the X-ray specs people, the ones that sell X-ray glasses in in the back pages of comic books. Those things don't work. Uh, you they can't. Don't? No, you can't actually see the the bones in your hand. It's kind of like the kid who thought he could be. Remember when everybody wanted to be Gene Simmons when he blew fire out of his mouth, <laughs> and I had to tell kids, "Hey, bro, you know, dude, don't do that." 
oh no, man, it's easy time, man. You just pour a little gas down your throat, man, and boom, you're going to be blowing fire like Gene Simmons, and I'll be able to play my guitar. No, you have no lips now, yeah. and your gums are burnt. <laughs> so that's your jackass. You know, the kid who thought he could be Superman. At least we would put mattresses down at the bottom when we tired our little sheets around our show, you know, around our yeah, necks. Homemade cape. And dive off the house, <laughs> you know. When those fuckers, are, what do you mean? There's something called gravity. They you know what? What the fuck? Gra- gravity? Gra- you know, it's like that's the amazing like when a gang thing. Gangbanger tries to tries to pronounce chlamydia, and he goes, chlamydia? No, chlamydia. Kelly? No, no, chlamydia. You got, you got, you got, you got a sexual disease. It's the amazing thing about science, though, is just because you don't believe in science doesn't mean it doesn't believe in you. So, yeah. you know, find comfort in, in that. Yeah, well, you know, science, it's amazing how much I, I was watching uh, on, on YouTube. One of the guys was saying, you know, because everyone's denouncing science. Everything we have that we do is connected to science. Yeah. Hell, the lights, the lights that we're doing, whether you listen, you got sunlight or regular light in your house, the heating, the water, you know, a bike. It's science. Science is connected to everything you do, and yet we're rejecting it. Well, we aren't, but, you know, we're dealing with a lot of people that do. This is, I think it was last week or maybe the week before, there were reports, there were interviews with, with frontline healthcare workers saying, you know, that they were dealing with patients who were denying COVID as they were being intubated. It's, I mean, literally with your last breath before the machine starts doing all the work for you. I thought it was a hoax. These are, these are, these are the people. This is, you know, people like, I can't believe Trump got 70 million votes. I mean, he still lost, but I can't believe 70 million people voted for him. It's like, look at the people who did and it becomes really, really believable. Well, wait a minute. Now he's saying, you know, when he's saying 80 million, he's got to prove 80 million. But yet 70 million voted for you and you still lost. What is it you don't get? We're, we're bothered by the fact that motherfucker that 46 percent of people actually believe that you should have you should have stay a second term when you have 260,000 people dying. Yeah. Going going back to the earlier conversation, you know, be afraid, be very afraid. Different movie. But I brought up Cronenberg when we were talking about James Wood. So it fits. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I've spent a large part of this administration trying to uh, like Cronenberg my way into figuring <laughs> how to be a scanner. Yeah, I've I've been doing a lot of staring at, at the TV myself uh, and, <laughs> you know, just getting that Michael Ironside face on it. Uh, I yeah, I have determined uh, in the last seven months I am I am not a scanner. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not Magneto and I'm not a scanner. I've tried as hard as I can, as hard as I can. I, I, I can't like like, you know, control objects with my mind. Uh, they, they probably I'm, I'm still working. This whole Trump thing is as bad as when they put a voice to the Pink Panther. You know, the only <laughs> one should have had voices is the Ant Man and fucking well, the, you know, the and, Ant, and the, the Ant Eater and, and, and Inspector Clouseau and, and the Ant. Yeah, they're the only one. I mean, you don't, you know, you don't speak. You know, they, they, all of a sudden you gave the Pink Panther a voice and went, "Come on, really? Yeah, it doesn't it, work. You know, it doesn't work. Why can't we have an egghead? And I, I liked the egghead when he was." 
work with foghorn leghorn. You know, <laughs> oh, boy, I'll say, I'll say, boy, how did you? And he showed the whole diagram. Why wow, he caught him and shit? That's not possible. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. science. Do you know, that's you. You may not believe in it, but the the facts will bear out. And yeah. you know, I I think. You know, we, we started talking uh, a little bit ago about the, the transition. And as long as we keep going back to movies, did you guys, do uh, you, you remember the movie The Grifters? John Cusack and Annette Benning and Angelica Houston. Oh, I've never seen it. Oh, that, should I edit it? yeah, that is, that is a definite addition of the queue. A great, great crime movie. And I, I'm not going to spoil anything, but there's there's a scene in in that movie that I've been thinking a lot about over the last week because you know when when Biden was was first sort of speaking and you know thanking people for voting for him and a reporter asked well what about all these republicans who who aren't acknowledging the fact that you've been elected and Biden said they will they will and we're already seeing pushback from Mitch McConnell and other Republicans in the Senate, which is what got me thinking about this scene in the grifters. You know, it's gangster involved. One of the characters has to teach one of the other characters. You do not steal from me. You do not scam me. And it involves a bunch of oranges in a pillowcase, which According to the movie, and I tried doing research. My, once again, as a as a comedian, I I would be doomed by my Google searches. Just the weirdest shit on there. But I, you know, did a Google search on pillowcases and oranges, and there's there's a lot of writing about it, but nothing conclusive because no one's willing to to try it. But apparently, if you beat someone with a pillowcase full of oranges, it doesn't leave bruises, but it causes great internal damage. So I was thinking about this, the, when Biden goes to the white house day, day one of the presidency, you know, January 21st, the day after the inauguration, he should invite Mitch McConnell to a meeting in the oval office. And as Mitch McConnell is coming in, Biden should be telling everybody else to clear the room. And then an aide comes in, with a big, like beautiful silver punch bowl full of oranges and a folded pillowcase. And as Biden is saying, Mitch, thanks for coming. Glad, glad you could make it to the meeting. He's putting oranges in the pillowcase and ultimately tells Mitch, if you don't want the rest of your body to look like your goddamn diseased purple hand, this is how things are going to go. And this is, this is part of my rich fantasy life that helps me get through the pandemic. But I think that Biden is going to have to do, you know, well, the, the idea of him beating McConnell with a pillowcase full of oranges is, is a lovely thought. He is going to have to do the political equivalent and basically lay down the law. It's time for the Democrats to realize that, that the whole thing of extending the courtesy to not prosecute George W. Bush for war crimes when they finally got rid of him that didn't work. That just told the Republicans, you can get away with anything and we're not going to do shit about it. So what? it is time for them to make an example of Donald Trump. 
and of his Republican enablers in the Senate and the House. And well, yeah, bring them the up on charges. They're, you, they're, found out, you found out what the experiment did. I mean, you know, you got you got to play. You got to you got to. There's so much you got to do. You on one hand, you're you got to you can't you can't you got to do it covert, Dave, because you can't you got to put the pandemic first and behind closed doors. I want you to get this prick, and we need to make sure that this guy never does this shit again, and we never did. You can't put it out in the public. We just went through it going after Trump. So. I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. They just got to do it in a covert way to where I can focus on the pandemic, get everything back in place. And then at the same time, behind closed doors, I'm making sure we get every last one of these fuckers that was in on this shit. All of them. Well, I think, definitely bars at the top of the list. Oh, yeah. And I think one thing that is going to make that easier, you know, because there there have been announcements this week of who Biden, you know, wants in his cabinet, and he's putting things together. And the the major advantage out, outside of competence, which, okay, that's, that's the biggest advantage that a Biden administration is going to have over Trump's people. But I think the biggest advantage that the incoming Biden administration has is that they are going to be able to compartmentalize, that the EPA is going to be able to handle environmental stuff. The the Department of Justice is going to be able to handle justice stuff, partially because they are actually competent professionals who know what they're doing that are coming in, but also because they aren't going to have to you know be multitasking doing what they're supposed to be doing while also campaigning for the the 2024 election and also trying to keep the boss happy by fudging right. numbers yeah. or yeah. you know misrepresenting You're facts. Right. You're both right. So You're I both right. Biden's going to be able to I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I mean, I I, I thank um, you for your for your agreeance as uh, yeah, the you, very wise Marky right, Mark once said. Biden will be able to handle like overseeing like the pandemic and stuff, but we can tell a lot about what his justice department is going to do by the names that have been floated and I can go I would Jones go back to Krebs. And, uh, Sally, Sally Yates. Yates. Uh, for Attorney General, um, I would love to see Sally Yates. I was hoping it would be Adam Schiff, and then it's going to be like, boom, yeah, boom, you know. Um, I don't but Adam I wouldn't Schiff be surprised if he's not involved because they, they're, they're, and Brennan, because they want these guys have to, they have to do an audit because you got to mm-hmm. see where you are. I mean, it's almost like you're doing. They already know I'm behind, and I'm, I'm, and and he's trying to fuck me. So by him trying to fuck me and keep me from finding out what's going on, I got to stick a guy on him to find out, look, I mm-hmm. want to know everything they did because we got to figure out well, how yeah. they did it, when they did it, you know, and, you know, Trump's going to be left with a, a lot of secret information. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to put, they're going to be, there's going to be surveillance on him anyway. Ours or the Russians? Yeah. <laughs> Well, same thing as far as I'm fucking concerned. You know what? You know, I, gonna- I, I do want to, I, I want to take a break and it's, it's fairly rare for us to, to compliment the other side uh, on this show. But I, I think one thing that I haven't seen anyone talking about that I, I think we do need to recognize looking back when Mitt Romney was, was running for president 
and he was asked what what the greatest threat to America was, and he said the Russians. And everybody on the left was like, "Dude, Cold War is over. Come on, like we we have actual like real adversaries to worry about." And I, I do just want to take this brief moment to acknowledge, all right, Mittens, you were right about that. And you were right about Trump. But much like when you ran for president, you couldn't get anybody to listen to you. So uh, tough, tough break, tough break for, for well, well, Mittens uh, Romney. This Sunday, Dave, Krebs is going to be uh, the guy who was over that, comp- that department that Trump actually created, which... He ends up getting fired for doing his job. What, uh, maintaining a be, free and fair election? <laughs> yes. He's going to be on 60 Minutes Sunday. He's right being on. interviewed, so that's going to be good. And I would, if I was Biden, I'd talk to him, and I guarantee you he'd give up all the info on him now, and say what he did. Well, here's here's one of my questions, because we've been talking a lot about the, the malfeasance, not just of the past four years, but really of the past four weeks, and of, of an audit of everything that happened under the Trump administration. Trump is using the, the transition period to basically throw up a smokescreen. Like, you know, it's as the as Steve Bannon explained, yeah, they're what they were doing. It's it's flooding the zone with shit. So in in the past week, we we saw the the head of the Iranian nuclear weapons program being assassinated, which okay, that ultimately it's pun intended. Great idea. Failure in the execution though. The execution, however, did not fail. The, thank you very much. The The question, though, is, you know, <laughs> Iran, of course, out of the gate, blamed Israel. And, you know, we know that Israel probably would not have done this without tacit approval from the American government. Anyone who listens to the show knows I'm a, I'm a Zionist. I'm a supporter of Israel, but not of Netanyahu. You know, much like I'm, I'm proud to be American, but not in a Lee Greenwood way. And I, you may get the hint, not a big fan of the current president. So you, you can hold both thoughts in your head at the same time. But I'm, I'm more inclined to believe, based on what's been going on in the past few weeks, there were reports that Trump wanted to, to nuke Iran a couple of weeks ago and, and, the the folks at the Pentagon were able to talk him down off that ledge, but I'm I am of the belief and not wanting to start any conspiracy theories that this was the Pentagon's like okay you can't nuke Iran that would be really bad, but we'll we'll let you approve the assassination of the guy who's running their nuclear program. Is that is that a good compromise? Can we do that? So. You know, the Israelis may have been involved, but I'm I'm guessing, you know, the only thing that doesn't convince me right out of the gate that this was an American operation was that it was uh, a bunch of guys with guns instead of a drone strike. Drone strikes well, are a little more our style. Look, one, uh, Netanyahu is being indicted in his own country right now. Also, Trump is trying to screw this up for Biden to, to, to throw so much crap in Biden's way right. that he failed. 
Well, this is all but I about think him failing, you know. It's, but they, what he doesn't understand, Biden has enough experienced people around him. They already know what this prick is doing. We don't. We we probably can't see it, but they already. And you know, with the work of Obama and all those guys, because they're all involved, they're going to find out what. Because they want Trump. They know Trump's a piece of shit, and they want him gone. They want, and they know what this that this guy is connected. There is going to be. We can't see it. It's going to take probably of his four years to do it, because he's got he's got he's got so much shit on his plate. True, that will be it. But they're going. I, I would be more concerned. I'm not worried about them covering the pandemic because I know they know what to do. We know what we're missing. We know what we got to do to make it happen. We got everybody on board. It's gonna it get done. I hope we get the stimulus money that can also help the people. But what I want them to do is go behind the scenes and get him and all those people. Same way they did with Nixon. 48 people went to jail behind Nixon's bullshit. And there are people who need to go to jail behind Trump. Yeah. You know, Liz, you were. Yeah, because if we don't punish the theft against our government, um, you know, Obama was, was, you know, Obama and Lincoln both were really great um, in their. Attempts to reach across the aisle. Gravitas and to uh, forgive. Yeah. And like, yeah. And and like forgiveness. But, you know, you can't forgive until the other person acknowledges that what they've done is wrong and accepts punishment and makes restitution for it. So, uh, like, like we cannot forgive our uh, ourselves as a nation until we until we put a stop to the recurring abuse of our system, abuse of our citizens, and we we clog those loopholes that they've been getting through. And well, my cat agrees. <laughs> Apparently. I think the, the one thing the the one thing that is gonna be the the biggest problem and the one thing that I will definitely credit Trump with in terms of, of a success is they have bred so much distrust in the system that you know, like Timon was saying, it, you know, that you have to actually have people agree on the facts before you can move forward. And they, they have thrown out so much mistrust in the system that I'm, I'm blanking on her name. Jenna Ellis, uh, one, of the, one of the fraudulent lawyers working for Trump, was, was complaining about these activist judges who are ignoring the facts. And it's like, no, they, they are not activist judges. They're making decisions that are solely based in the facts. And the fact And that is, judge was appointed by Trump. Yeah. I think, I think the, the circuit made a very wise decision to have him write the opinion. Because it's yeah. like, this is, yeah. this is one of your guys. And all of the evidence that is apparent is on our side, but you know that Trump's team is well. Somehow they turn them. They're they they've become you know agents. They're they they're Manchurian or whatever. You know they're think a Manchurian candidate reference is maybe a little too much credit to give the folks on on Trump's side of things. But you know, in a, in an age of zombie minks, who knows? It's it's easy to get people to believe pretty much anything uh, except the truth. 
you know, the fact that he blew up on that that reporter. Oh. I'm the president. How dare you? Speak <laughs> to, what the fuck, dude? Now that yeah. uh, do you know who I am? I'm the president. Uh, yeah. Now you know he is. It's it's really getting to him because I've never oh. known anybody. You never heard anyone mm. say anything like that. Well, this that's because we normally, you know, prior you know to 2016, yeah. we, we elected adults. Uh-huh. You're asking a question because he asked you, like will you concede? It, you know, it reminds me of when I, I used to work, I was, mm. I worked security at a, a bar, a music venue back, back when I was in college. And every once in a while, you know, we would have bands that appealed to the, the older demographic, the, you know, proto yuppies, what have you, you know, bands like America where it's a large crowd of people who maybe go out twice a year, you know, for, for new years. And when someone like, you know, the band America is, is coming through town and all the ones that would like these older, you know, and I mean, I say older that they were probably like in their, you know, forties, fifties, I was, they were older though, because I was, you know, in my twenties working security at a bar and they were trying to get backstage to, to harass the band. And I wouldn't let them because my job was not to let people backstage to harass the band. They'd be like, do you know who I am? I'm, I'm friends with the owner. And I'd be like, Oh, I, I actually work for him. What, what's your name? I'm like, yeah, my name is David Robinson. And when you talk to him, tell him that David Robinson was doing his job by not letting me backstage. Cause I mean, I don't know. I'm not saying he's going to give me a raise for that, but I could, I could probably use the kudos on my side. So yeah, go, go talk to the owner, go tell him, go tell him David Robinson won't let you backstage. And it was shutting down the bluster with facts that doesn't seem to work anymore. You know, it's bluster bluster is winning and we need to get back to a, a time when facts are, are not only widely recognized, but respected. How do we do this? How, you know, how do you, how do you explain reality to a flat earther, which how do we have flat earthers? I don't know, but we do because people are stupid <laughs> It's we are we are living through a new age of stupid. Wait, wait, I have a guy in my lounge. He he actually I didn't know, and I said, "Ty, you know he's a flat earther." And I he's a Trump supporter, and he's Cuban, and he and he he believes in the flat Earth. He says, "Well, man, you know, eventually, you know, if you go so far, you're going to fall off." I said, "Really? And how? Where do you fall off to? Well, just on the other side." You, you, really? know, you know what you do for, for someone like that? You buy him a pair of hiking boots and you tell him, call me when you get to the edge. Go, go, come on. Out with you. I, I, I mean, you're a 50 some odd old man and you know, he's in AA and by the way, he got choked out at an AA meeting <laughs> because you know, oh, yeah, he did. You because you know why? You gotta want it. Yeah, I mean, wait a minute. The the priest who you know, the pastor who was over the you know, where they were meeting said, Please don't double park in this. No, no, one of the guys did. They were sick as shit. They just told him, dude, don't park there. Well, what do you mean, bro? It's a free country and I can park there with your sand. And he kept doing it. And so when the priest went out there 
and they saw him fucking with, you know, the priest. They say, dude, back off. No, fuck you. And the next thing you know, whip. Oh, oh, oh. And, and then, you know, people pull out their cell phones and they start taking pictures <laughs> and shit. You know, and here it is. You get choked out at your, it was only his third AA meeting. And you're already getting choked out. Now I know which, you can't. Uh, drinking doesn't help you. Which step and is just that? Being sober and breathing air doesn't help your ass either. <laughs> no, you know, there's nothing you can do. You know, oh. it's, uh, but yeah. So you know, wow. flat earther gets choked out at at AA meeting, and, and he's a Trumpster, the old Trumperoni. See, this is. This is, I, I think, an important an important aspect of twelve step programs is, you know, you you have to. The first step is to admit that you have a problem, and I think for a lot of these people that are are drinking the Kool Aid and and you know, oh, widespread voter fraud, they the they need to take that first step. They they refuse to admit that they have a problem you know and it's all about pointing the fingers and like we were talking about at the beginning of the show uh, it feels like it was at the beginning of the show anyway I, at this point you know time is a construct right Liz uh, but the the idea that Obama was not divisive just by virtue of being black that that wasn't the problem the problem if if you believe that the problem is you and you have to admit that you have a problem and if you don't it's not going to get better I, we had briefly mentioned biden putting his cabinet together and i i don't know any specific names in this field i would have to go back and watch like the the leah remini scientology show and all this but whoever he gets for his press secretary should have a background in cult deprogramming because i think ultimately you know and a lot of people jokingly or only half jokingly refer to trump's followers as a cult but you look at the tactics you look at the language you look at their actions and it's you know we we actually have professionals that deal with talking people out of cults and i think that's going to be something that we're going to need to do because and it, it sounds you know really ominous when you when you say reeducation it's not, i'm not talking about camps or anything but we need to do something to the the information is available people just aren't getting it or they're refusing to take the medicine you know whatever but we have to find a non-confrontational way to to molly coddle these idiots without calling them idiots uh, you know you know but, so i shouldn't be a part of the, this uh, they, they often say you get you know once you start the net you got to sell them on the narrative first then we bring in the physical and we know negative propaganda has always been a way of how people get things done. I don't, and we can go as far back as you want, because who do they go after? They always go after the less educated. You know, whether you say that the, the library of, the, of Alexandria was burned down by who? Christom. Who got him to do it? You know, the, the, the different pastors did. They were the peasants. They followed, said that all the, you know, the different uh, astronomers uh, they said that they were witches they said the scientists were witches they said and they would burn them at the stake which knowing hunt? that it's like dude you know we're just trying to say, no 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 and you know god this and god that 
you know, how did Mao create China? Mao knew nothing about it. Mao liked poetry, but he got the peasants to do all of his work, everything that he needed done, no problem. He got them to do it. How, Hitler only got, what, 36% of the vote? But yet he sold a message from World War I that went into World War II, which brought him to power. And who did he sell it to? He sold it to those who are less educated and who were looking for someone to blame, mm -hmm. you know, and that's what we have a problem. We have white men believe they're under attack. They believe that, you know, but they don't understand there wouldn't be a problem if you would have shared the whole problem with the pandemic is what it's about behavior and selfishness, people being selfish about what is going on? I am not. You, oh, you're, you're, I'm not selfish. A I'm a rugged individualist. <laughs> What's that? I said, I'm not selfish. I'm a rugged individualist. Yeah. Well, there again, we, we can talk about individualism. But why is it you say, oh, those people over there in Korea or Taiwan, oh, well, they're, they're they got, you know, that's socialism. No, that's called humanity. That's what that's called. Yeah, people. And every time that we, you, and they're, what I give them credit for is that they've been selling, and, and who was it? Uh, I think it was uh, either Herbert Huber or Truman who said that they did a very good job of selling people on making socialism this bad word. Mm -hmm. You know, and they said, oh, like, like you know, the, the Democrats get in trouble because of their, their messaging. They'll use words like defunding. Don't use that because you should be able to say whatever you want, but Republicans will find a way to say, ooh, they well, want to take your gun. So the way to the I'm way to do it, I think, is to to start maybe maybe this is what uh we, we need to do as as a country. I don't know who I need to talk to in the government to make this happen. But the new marketing campaign should be around a slogan, and this is just off the top of my head. So we'll workshop it, we'll focus group it, we'll come up with something a little closer to better. But the idea that America is a team sport and we are all on Team America. Right. And you, you couch it like that and someone starts screaming socialism. You're, oh, oh, wait, team sports are socialism all of a sudden? So football is socialism? Baseball is socialism? Why do you hate football? Why do you hate baseball? Why do you hate America? And we basically, right. we Lincoln project the shit out of this and right. basically use their tactics against them. But for once, these tactics will be used in service of the truth, which may right. be a little uncomfortable, but that's why, you know, you, you take advantage of people like the Lincoln Project folks. It's like, eh, you know, we're not, uh, we're not welcoming you into the house. But if you want to do the dirty work, gagazun, have at, enjoy, please. Right. It's, it's like something I was trying to do on the show a while back with uh, convincing people that the Trump administration was going after the Church of Scientology. So that way we could get the Church of Scientology fighting the Trumpers and... You know, it classic old school gangster. You you play your enemies against each other and let them destroy each other. You reap the benefits. America wins. Roll credits. Right. <laughs> Roll tide. Roll tide. 
But uh, yeah, I think. Well, well I, I would, when you said that, you know, we'll get a new press secretary, which is great. And we don't know. As long as they're not. I mean, when Kaylee McEnany said that there will be no lies told. And, and the first thing she just told a lie. Yeah. <laughs> like, the lady said, you just lied. <laughs> but that wasn't a real lie. <laughs> it was a little well, white it, lie. It, it depends you, on what it is. You right? can't it complain about the little white ones. Tell? Why do you what hate the Why do you hate the white ones? Well, yeah, to, it, that depends on what the definition of is is. But <laughs> classic. That's a classic shit. He just pulled it out of his classic, ass. Cl- yes. Classic, Bill. classic yeah. Bill. Yeah. You know what though? I mean, I think this whole idea of like a Team America, you know, get George Clinton out there. Not yeah, I know yeah. we were just talking about Bill, so there's a bit of a jump, but you get George Clinton out there. Promoted as one nation under a groove, yeah. uh, but you you do a big campaign to to promote America and getting on board, and you use the the negative to attack the people as oh so why do you hate America what do you, you know and well it's social oh no 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 that's not socialism it's a team sport you hate team sports. Golf. Well, all right. Golf is different. I think that's a, a good point to to call it a, a call it a week. But I I, wanna... I, I will say I have to say that uh, what was the two characters? Uh, the sheepdog and the what? Sam and Ralph. The 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 <laughs> wolf and the sheepdog. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. <laughs> they would check in and punch his car. Then they would have lunch together. <laughs> Yeah, take the yeah, coffee break together guys. and then back to work. <laughs> That's what yeah, makes like me think of this shit. And, and a Chuck Schumer. <laughs> yeah, that, exactly. Exactly, Liz. Yeah. Although I think, I think Mitch McConnell is probably a prick full time. He doesn't need to punch <laughs> in for that. You know, he's just, uh, uh, and, and oh my God. And okay, I'm a horrible person, but I hope that we get the two Senate seats in Georgia. And then uh, Mitch McConnell sees it and how he's going to lose being uh, the majority leader. And then he's so sad that he dies. And then the Democratic governor of Kentucky appoints his replacement. Uh, that would be, be a Democrat and we get 51 Democratic senators. That would be glorious. If, if you know, That's what I want if he doesn't die Christmas. from disappointment, I'm I'm more than happy to go with my uh, my original oranges in a pillowcase setup. I, I think, you know, either of those, it's it's for the best. It's what it's what America needs right now. <laughs> <laughs> so let us let us be one nation under a groove. Let us all play for the new team America under new management and uh, let let freedom ring. Bring it on, man. Bring it on. Yep. We got uh, 50 some odd more days of this crap. And Damn it. Hopefully really? uh, he doesn't literally burn the White House down on on oh, January nineteenth. Oh, you know, man. I hope they're getting. I hope they're getting prepared, Dave. I really do. You know, even if he does actually burn the White House down, I say we take a wrecking ball to the thing anyway. It's probably just riddled with syphilis and bugs placed by the Russians and <laughs> just so much like like gross, like Trump fluid, like, like miscellaneous Trump fluids, you mm. know, from from that gross, weird family. Well, and you, and, you can't help uh, but think that they brought droplets. some bed bugs in from the Trump Doral Resort. 
Uh, so yeah, they brought the bed bugs in uh, from the from the Durrell, and then uh, Kislyak brought the actual like surveillance bugs in when he he went to the uh, Oval Office. So I say we level the thing, and then we have it rebuilt by black owned companies because slaves built the White House. Watch and this it, watch time we it, Liz. We have black people build it, but this time we actually pay them. Thank you. Wow. Watch it, Liz. You're going to get in trouble. Labor union wage. No, it's a a great idea. We've seen, you know, going along with the whole team sport thing, how many baseball stadiums have been torn down while the new stadium is built in the parking lot? So, yeah, you know, I mean... Thank you, Melania. She's already started tearing down the Rose Garden, so we can maybe start building there. But much like Biden said, you know, we we really don't need uh, the the Trump folks to to help us in the transition. It'd be nice if they did, but we don't need them. He doesn't need the White House. You know, it's a building. It's a symbol. Yeah, it's just a building. America is an idea. It's not a place. Well, Liz, you know, you know, recuperate before you start hiring all these black people because you guys need to know where you're going to hide for starting the shit that you're doing. There's some <laughs> white guys out there going to be pretty pissed. Who this redhead chick telling them to hire black people? Who does she think she is? Yeah, you know. Yeah, but you'll only have to hide out until the parade that's held in your honor. So we will we will look forward to that we will start organizing the parade as soon as we wrap up the show which i think is uh, what we're doing right about now but i want to thank you guys for being with us and uh you know post holiday weekend crazy times so thank you for for sharing some of your crazy time with yeah. us liz stewart as always, such a pleasure. So great to have you. Should you so desire, where can people catch up with what you've got going on online or in person in the coming days, weeks, and months? On Instagram, I am Liz Stewart. I'm crowning. Um, if you haven't seen my special, please see it because I get money when you do. Yay! <laughs> and and um, uh you can follow me on Twitter, although I'm just kind of a prick there. I'm Lister Comic. And um, if you want to do something for democracy, please follow Stacey Abrams on Twitter and join uh, Fair Fight. Uh, she helped us get Georgia, and now she's going to help us get Ossoff and Warnock in there and buy their merch and give them money and make calls and send postcards because we need a democratic Senate. If we're going to accomplish anything or Mitch McConnell and his stupid, creepy purple hands are going to block everything that we try to get done. (laughs) So let's, let's build back better. Shall we? Let's build back better. Oh, and also watch the Michael Caine movie, the hand where his hands jump off his, like get severed from his body and then choke him. That's actually what I'm thinking is going to happen to Mitch McConnell. Let's hope so. I think Oliver Stone wrote that. So, Oh, it's so good. It's so funny. I laughed my ass off. Watch it and then think of it as Mitch McConnell's hands and you you will have a a fucking blast. See it with new eyes. Well, thank you. Thank you for that insight. And and thanks for being with us, Liz. Mr. Time and Ship, always a pleasure to have you with us. Should you so desire, where can people catch up with what you've got going on online or in person in the coming days, weeks and months? Time and ship at Twitter, time and ship at Instagram, and time and ship at Facebook. Or you can go to timeandship.com, as well as you can get my uh, book, My East St. Louis, on uh, 
Amazon.com, as well as my CD, Universal Brother, which is also on iTunes and Spotify. So that's it for me. Right on. Well, definitely check those out. And, you know, it is it is the holiday season. So I, I would say if you want to support your friends and the, the folks who entertain you, uh, I'm crowning. You can you can order that for friends. Uh, Universal Brother, My St. Louis, they all make great gifts. Thank you, Tymon. Thank you. Uh, yeah, Thank you. buy his stuff. And and dude, thanks for being here. <laughs> and uh, looking forward to to being back with you next week. Me, I'm Doctor David Robinson. You can find me on the Facebook as Doctor David Robinson, all spelled out. On the Twitter, I am at stand up fall down and uh we we got a we got a week to prepare but i will be doing uh carol newell's world's greatest laugh show on december 6th that is going to be a zoom show that's uh, on facebook live so as i am talking about where you can find me online that's where you can put it to practical use is to find me doing this show on sunday december 6th more details will be announced as the date gets closer. And if you've made it this far into the show, you probably already know, but it bears repeating that we are on the socials on Facebook, all spelled out. We are let's be treasonable. And on the Twitter, we are at L E T S B T R E A S O N A B L. We take off the ease and pass the savings on to you the listener. Speaking of you, the listener, want to thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please tell everyone you know, rate and review us on the platforms where you're listening and even the platforms where you're not. What the hell? It's fun. Copy paste. It's easy. If you didn't like what you heard, well, not sure why you stuck around for the whole thing, but thank you for doing that. Tell you what, you don't tell anyone. We won't tell anyone everybody's happy speaking of everybody being happy we are going to get out of here but we will be back next week actually i forgot i i am mistaken we are actually going to be off next week so no show on december 5th but we will be back on december 12th so we will see you then until then goodbye, goodbye. goodbye.